Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I'm Charisma O'Keefe. I'm Angelica Yard. And you are listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. And today it's just us. And we're really excited to talk to you about helping yourself and others during a pandemic. Um, I've always loved that quote about like, look for the helpers. Um, so by Mr. Rogers, right? Well, by Mr. Rogers' mom, kind of, technically. <laughs> yeah. So looking, yeah, looking for the helpers when you know, things are not going well, uh, is a way to just kind of remember, like, we're all going to get through this if we work together. Um, but it's a, just as important to help yourself as it is to help others. Uh, cause if you're a hot mess and you don't have it together, it's just going to make, you know, make it a lot harder to be there for other people. If there's nothing in your cup, you have nothing to give. So starting out with how to help yourself. I think the first thing is if you have the time and the resources, which a lot of us have more time than usual right now, uh, try to get your health in order. That's a big one, especially with everything going on right now and mental health, you know, like mental and physical health. I couldn't agree more. I feel like we, um, I think we started out in a panic mode. Like you yes. hit the panic button. That was about 40 days ago. Now you have time to pause and figure out what you can do to get yourself in a state of well-being whole well-being not just being oh like and when we say get your mental health and well in order we don't mean that you need to be happy all of the time no you just need to know that you know how to cope with your emotions healthy in a healthy manner and you know how to that's such a great point I don't know why I feel like I've never in my life heard that like I know that like in my in my brain you know but no one ever says like getting your mental health together, having like a healthy relationship with your mental health, that doesn't mean being happy. Those things don't equal each other. That's such a great point that you made because I think that a lot of people are like, oh, well, no matter what I do, like I keep feeling like anxious about things and I feel really sad. And it's like, well, yeah, because because uh, look around, gestures to any literally anything. Like it's, it's not great times right now. So, you know, of course it's okay to find those moments where you are happy and like find reasons to laugh and stuff like that. But yeah, if you go through the day and you don't find yourself like smiling throughout the entire day, like that's totally normal. I think that the point is just like recognizing like, the way that you're feeling and then working towards if you can feeling better. Sometimes you just have to sit in it, you know, and just be like, you know, I'm sad right now because this is happening and that's happening and I'm going to cry. And just like being aware of those, those emotions and then taking like that next step, like, okay, well now I've had a good cry. Let me rehydrate with some water. Maybe I'll take a shower and, you know, maybe I'll call a friend, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be anything massive um but just like being aware of your mental health and your physical health and trying to like refocus on taking care of them because we're we're kind of i don't want to say we're past panic mode like it all feels like a panic but <laughs> like we know we're going to be in this situation for a while and we're going to be dealing with this situation or a new situation from this situation or the ramifications whatever for the next you know, six months, a year, foreseeable future, basically. So you have to make sure that you're not putting your health like on the back burner during that entire time. So take time. I think a good thing to do is, again, I know not everybody's like, you have just, I, I always say for people who don't like type A, they don't want like everything scheduled out. It's nice to have block planning and something you can do to kind of start those habits and start to set up those goals start to like block plan your time out to focus on some of those things that we were talking about so if you want to get better at understanding your your mental health and your well-being 
time in your morning to have meditation time. So just block out some time and be like, this is my meditation time. I'm not saying get up at seven o'clock in the morning because you need to be the best person you've ever been because you're quarantined. If you don't come out of it like better than you were before, you're a terrible person. No, what I'm saying is if you get up at 10 o'clock in the morning, that's fine. Okay. You have that block of 10 to 11 or from seven to 11. When you get up that, you know, at some point during that time, you're going to take 15, 20, 25 minutes to meditate. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. I feel like we're just getting this message, mixed messaging, because now people are, are refuting it about like, you need to take this time and be the best person that you've ever been. And you need to come out like, be Wonder Woman. And that's not what we're trying to do. We're just saying, know how to take it. But it's, yeah, it's like, it also doesn't need to be the flip side, right? Yeah. Where like, now like, people are like, well, I refuse to do that. And that's great. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to do that. But at the same time, like you should still try to take care of yourself in some way. So like there's, there's a happy medium between like waking up and having, you know, every 15 minutes scheduled from like 7am to like 11pm versus like waking up and just like laying on the couch all day. Like there's an in between. And of course I think, you know, for some of us, like we will still have those days, like in between, like there, there's definitely, I've had like more than one day where I've woken up and I've just been like, today is not it. Like I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to watch Harry Potter. I am in my feelings or whatever. And yeah, I'm just going to like make the, like, you know, do the easy, like heat up pizza or like eat leftovers. And I'm just going to be on this couch. But then the next day it's like, okay, I should, you know, hydrate myself and maybe like stretch a bit, maybe like call a friend, call my mom. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just about that balance and like doing little things. Like people, I think people always think like, oh, well, you know, I have to like do it like this or else it's like the wrong way. And it's like, no, like you can do things in a small way that still have like a big impact. And, you know, one thing for me, like, is like doing my little yoga practice that I do, which is not very impressive to look at at all. <laughs> like, it, I'm not doing yoga like Willow Smith, okay? Like her yoga practice looks awesome. Your lo- yoga practice looks awesome. Mine looks like, you know what? Like when you're in kindergarten and they're teaching you how to stretch, that's what mine looks like, okay? But at the same time, it really does just like help me like kind of just calm down a little bit, help me like think about what I want to do with my day. And that's just good because I know I'm moving my body because some days I'm moving my body like I feel like less than I ever have because I literally have nowhere to go except for walking the dog. And then sometimes I don't even want to do that because there's just people out that are like in your space and stressing you out. So on some days there's just way too many people out and it's like I'll be more stressed out walking if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So on those days I might like rely on just like be inside and stretching a little more. So just, and then on other days, like, I'm like, oh, like I'm going to drive to a further away place to walk. So I'm by myself and I'm going to walk for like five miles. So just kind of do like, find what works for you in the day. Like it doesn't have to be like the exact same thing every day, but just making sure that you're hydrated, you're getting some sort of, some sort of healthy food, you know, it doesn't have to all be healthy, but something that your body can use for nutrition and that you're, Please. Yeah, like, eat eat, eat, a eat some vegetables, <laughs> eat a fruit, and like you know, move your body and like talk to people, talk to friends, like you know, just stay in touch with people, that sort of thing. So, just definitely take care of your health. It doesn't have to be in a big, massive change way, but those little little changes can really like add up to something big. So, the next thing is getting your finances in order, which I know this is like a really scary topic at the moment, because for a lot of people, myself included, um, our finances are being like greatly affected by what's going on. And it's literally been 
a day and night situation where it's been like one day you're earning money, the next you don't know where money is coming from next. So I think that the first thing is like being really honest about your situation. And that means both your situation, like while we're in this and like before we were in this, you know what I mean? So like looking at your finances, like seeing what, you know, like making sure you have a budget of some kind. And that's the thing is like, I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't like to use a budget. Well, you're, you have a budget, even if you don't have a budget, you just are bad with a budget if you haven't like written it all down. But like, if you're spending money, essentially, like that's, you have a budget, you're just not paying any attention to it, you know? So trying to get a budget in order and then being honest about like, if you need help and advocating for that help, because girl, the system in Florida, from what I've heard is still like, what, three weeks at least behind, if not more, I think for unemployment. Behind, and then they, um, deny 40% of the applications. Yes. So I have a friend, I'm not going to say her name on here because that's her business, but basically she works, she was working at Gaylord for years and years. And then she just recently got a job at a new Marriott hotel that is opening up in Orlando. And she was on like the opening team because she's like the best of the best. Right. And she's been training there. And then this happened, like, as they were getting ready to, like, launch the hotel. She's been training probably, like, for, like, hey, a month and a half. that new hotel? Because I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yes, so it's that I hotel. Know. It mm-hmm. looks fantantic. Yeah, yeah. Um, very I was very fancy. excited to staycation there. Very, and I was like, oh, I can use my Marriott point. Yeah, very, very fancy. Yeah. So, basically, she ends up, like, you know, getting furloughed because of what's going on. And so she applies for, you know, she's like, okay, not the end of the world. Applies for, um, you know, unemployment. And she knows, like early so she applies early so she's been kind of like sharing on facebook like updates what's been happening and stuff and it's like literally like no haven't heard anything haven't heard anything haven't heard anything you know dipping into savings like getting help from my dad like things like that thank god that she even has some of those options um but i mean her family's not rich or anything so like she has to figure out something so basically, you know, I'm thinking like oh she's got to be hearing like any moment now. Well, she ends up hearing that she's not like qualified and she's like i i honest to god don't understand why apparently like marriott i think is like the second biggest employer in the state um and she's just like like what like why would i not be so she's wondering if it maybe has something to do with just the timing of moving from gaylord to the new hotel if something in that has made it so that she's not qualified for it um but now she has to kind of go back to the drawing board reapply investigate because they don't tell you either they're just like nope and they don't explain to you like what's going on. So it's just like figure all that out. So it's really like a nightmare. But I think that one thing that is helpful is like reaching out to representatives in your area and being like, Hey, what's going on? Um, because that can definitely like, that's what their job is. Like, I think a lot of people don't realize like, that's what, like, if you're a politician, like that's what like their job is. Like you're reach out to them and make them do their jobs. So reach out to your representatives in your area that like run your community on like that local level and be like, Hey, I'm not getting my unemployment. What is going on? Reach out to their offices and let them help you. Cause I have seen people do that and have success. Now I'm not going to say I've seen it in Florida because I haven't, (laughs) Um, but I've seen my friends who live up North do that and have like success with getting their unemployment and stuff taken care of. So just please learn to be an advocate for yourself with this and, and ask for help with friends too. If, if, cause it's, I know it's a lot, you know what I mean? Like, so if you need help navigating the system and like a friend can help, like definitely don't be afraid to speak up. Similarly, if you own a business, which you probably do, if you've been listening to this podcast um, and your PPP, um, loan or 
application got denied the first time. Now is the time to reapply. They just have four hundred eighty-four million dollars passed through the house since I grabbed it up right. the first time. The website wasn't down at some point. I've heard from many people to go through PayPal. If you're trying to go through a big bank, it's very difficult to get through. Mm. If you have a small bank or credit union, I've heard that they are fantastic. So work with them. That is there. good information. But if you do not have either, try PayPal. I've heard several people say PayPal has applied on their behalf and that has worked out and they have gotten their loans. Please do understand that it is something you have yeah. to that back. But you can apply again for loan forgiveness if you do not get the money back in a certain amount of time. So don't be stressed about like not applying for it because let me tell you something people i know that have more money than we do yeah <laughs> a lot of money have applied have gotten the money don't have any plans to play it back anytime soon don't let don't let pride be for something that's going to help you navigate your business because a business is a, a lot of people have right now mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people hiring there are people who will be hiring in the future but maybe not for the roles that you had previously take time and invest in yourself. There is also the EIDL loan, loan, which is the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Advance. So you can provide up to $10,000 for that. Again, talk to your bank. I've heard once again that it's not as easy through larger banks. You may be able to do it on your own for this one versus the PPP. I heard of your payroll and how much you get from that. But the EIDL is for to protect your business outside of payroll. So if you don't have employees, if you haven't been paying yourself, the EIDL is the Take your time, take a deep breath, get some coffee, do this when you are calm and centered, put on like some chill music and like take time to really talk to someone about, even if it's paying $100 for like a financial consultant to talk you through the application at this point, what that, I feel like that's a small amount to pay to get help getting this done because it is available. They have put in the effort to try to get the second bill passed. A lot of larger corporations have been putting the money back, giving the money back. So there has been more funds available. So just take the time. If you own a business and you do need the funds, do it. If you don't need the funds, don't do it because you got to pay it back anyway. It's long. That's, so, yeah, that's, I mean, like I completely get why other people are doing it. I looked into it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to not because um, just doesn't seem like the right fit for me. But I have a lot of friends in Miami who applied and didn't get it because of course all of those big businesses, well, I don't even know how you, you know, biggish businesses got it but obviously like they you know got backlash ruth chris and and shake shack and all those places and yeah and so they gave the money back so a lot of my friends are reapplying but in the meantime when people weren't really sure like what is going on like because at first like they just got letters that said like hey you didn't get it bye and they were just like oh my god like i don't know what i'm gonna do so um rising tide society actually put together like an emergency fund. Um, so if you're interested, I don't know the specifics of it, but I know that um, they're, you know, it's just focused on their like small businesses, like probably between just like working for like completely for yourself or having like one to five employees. Um, so go ahead and like, just check out rising tide society. And yeah, they, they they have like an emergency fund that they've made. So you know, if you need something like that, luckily a lot of like, it's unfortunate that, you know, our government isn't doing what they need to do, but at the same time, it is great that individuals have, who have the means have stepped up and like, you know, are basically like taking, you know, taking things into their own hands. So definitely check that out as well for another option. I'm not sure if it's a loan or a grant. So 
just, you know, see if it is going to work best for you. So we move on to not forever. This is such a temporary. And when we look back on our lives, this is going to be such a small to start planning for the future and what you will be doing past this lockdown. Yeah, I think that like, you know, a lot of people like people are saying like ridiculous things, right? Like people are like, oh, well, we'll be like this forever. Or like, you know, it's going to be this way till like 2025. And it's like, guys, it's not because, you know, is it going to be like this for a while? Yeah, definitely. I think so. But once there's a vaccine, then we are good to go. You know what I mean? Like when there's a vaccine, then that pretty much solves the main issue, right? So, you know, things will go, I don't want to say back to normal, because like, you know, definitely could change the culture as far as like, more people might be wearing masks. And like, you know, more people might be careful and that sort of thing. But I can tell you right now, I drove through downtown, I didn't get out, I drove through downtown on Monday, and people weren't even being careful right now in the middle of this. So, Yeah, I don't think everyone is going to be wearing masks or anything, which, again, I wouldn't see. I think it's a great thing for, like, I know a lot of cultures where, you know, if you're feeling under the weather, you'll put on a mask so you don't get other people sick. I think that's a a wonderful, beautiful gesture. I love that. Do I think it'll get adopted here? Uh, Unfortunately, no, because I think that Americans can be really, like, individualistic and just kind of, like, we sometimes put as a culture, like we learn to put ourselves above like the needs of others. Um, So I don't think that will change like forever. But yeah, we will go back to whatever, you know, normal or new normal, whatever that is. Um, So just make sure that you know, you have some goals and some plans for the future, make sure that you have things to look forward to, because that really helps. I know it's really hard right now to like, plan, I have seen some people like buy trips. And I'm like, I don't know that I would say to do that right now because like we don't know exactly like literally I know somebody who booked a cruise for 2021. Oh boy. Yeah. And it's a big cruise too girl. Like it's not even like a little weekend thing. It's like a European like international like two week massive cruise. And I was like I don't know that I would want to put my money on that right now because you just don't know what this cruise industry, like, we just don't know what's going to go on with that. But like book things that are not book, plan things that are smaller. Like, so one thing that I have planned, again, I don't have it booked yet, because I do not know when things are going to be safe. And I don't want to like speculate and then have to like cancel and whatever. So one of the things I'm planning is and we've been wanting to do this for a while, there's like those little cabins that are like, um, it's called like getaway house. And they're cute little like, like, and I say cabins, they're really like tiny homes that are like very like, just like aesthetically pleasing tiny homes, basically. And they put like a cluster of them, you know, in certain like near a mountain range or whatever. So they have some up north of um, Atlanta. Do you know what those mountains are called again? I don't know what they're called. The Blue Ridge Mountains. I, I guess so. I don't know. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to trust you because you're from Georgia. Whichever those mountains are that are closest to Atlanta, <laughs> which clearly I have not been to them yet. Um, yeah, so they sit kind of at the bottom of that area. And each of the little cabin thingies is like, they're, like they're far, far apart. You know what I mean? Like it's not like they're not close together. Like you can essentially look out your window and see like nothing but just like forest. Um, so it's not something we're going to do anytime soon, like full disclosure, like not doing it anytime soon. But my thought is like, maybe if we're lucky, like maybe next spring, you know what I mean? Like maybe this time next year, if there is a um, vaccine already and we've taken it and like it seems safe, then maybe we'll go do something like that. And it's not something we need to like 
put too much effort into planning right now because it's just basically it's driving and then like it's booking that and then driving up there you know what I mean but so we don't have to like book it right now but we can start making little plans for like oh well while we're up there like maybe we want to climb in this area or maybe we want to like do a you know bonfire I don't know what people do when they camp I'm very <laughs> I don't know but <laughs> it's all <almost unique. laughs> but yeah like it's you know we can kind of plan that stuff and we're going to be doing it with Randy and Anna and the kids because that was the original plan we were supposed to be going like this fall which obviously we're probably not going to be doing now um but yeah so it's just like having little things like that to look forward to um and even just like things that are still like even though you know, like we're talking about like planning for the future after this, but having things to look forward to in the now or you can still do and are still beneficial. So even if it's as simple as like, oh, well, I'm going to do like an awesome Zoom chat with my friends, you know what I mean? And we're going to like do a theme. Like I've seen people doing themed ones. Have you seen that? And they'll do like, they'll have like a little party and they all do like the same theme and they dress oh, up. Yes, and, yes, they all wear the same thing. Yeah. And like, that's probably too much effort for me personally. I'm not going to lie. I saw, I don't know if you saw, I posted it, but it was like somebody, it was like a tweet and somebody wrote like, me, I miss my friends. My friends, come do a video chat with them. Me, no. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like that's me. <laughs> that's me to a T. But everyone's different. So, you know, if you feel like you need that, definitely, you know, go ahead and set that date for next week. And that gives you something to look forward to. Because that's a very important part of the human experience is having something to look forward to, you know? That's very true. I was like, I ordered the donuts and coffee from our blueberry. Yes. Coffee, which is local. And that was my like, and not only myself, we're all like, can't wait till Friday. The link's available. Hurry up and order. Can't wait till Saturday. And then people, everybody started uploading their pictures. So I had like a little map of like when they were going to get here based on them dropping off in. Yes. Part. Um, so that was like looking. I'm going to go pick up the blueberries. I'm not going to go pick them myself. They have already have a drive up, drive through situation. So that's our like drive of the week. That's my, I'm looking forward to that situation. And then I've got to go bike today to go drop off some stuff to my best friend's house. I'm excited to see a baby from six feet away on the sidewalk and give the kids all the things that they need. So yeah, I think small things like that. Even put them on calendar. I put this stuff in my calendar. My calendar used to be like a mess. And now right? like, it's not crazy so i like i'm just putting stuff in my calendar that i need to do so yeah we saw the kids on monday and that was amazing like i honestly was like wondering i was like is it going to be really sad to see people because we haven't really seen people so i was like is it going to be sad because like we can't hug them and you know me i'm such a hugger so i was like oh man like this is going to be like weird and like people are going to be far away it's going to be like terrible and like i think because we had our dog and they had never met our dog like they were so the kids were so excited to like meet Valkyrie that like they didn't even notice that like we didn't do our normal like give him a big hug thing you know what I mean because they were just like forget you guys like there's a puppy so and that was great like Valkyrie has a super long leash it's like eight feet so we were able to be in the middle of their driveway and they were like up on the porch and you know we were able to like like she was kind of like the liaison, like she could go back and forth between and, but she was with the kids the whole time. Ava literally did not take her hands off Valkyrie the entire time. It was so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so man. it's just nice to be able to like see people. And I was like, Oh, this is like actually great. I think it's just because I think maybe had we'd seen people like immediately, then it would have been like, Oh, this is terrible. Like we can't even like get near you guys. But now it's just like, it's been so long. It was just, I'm just grateful to see someone, you know what I mean? Even if it's from far away, it's like, yay. 
So, and I definitely think like, we'll probably try to do that like maybe once a month. Um, and so I think that will be like something nice to look forward to, you know? So we're going to talk about, you've talked, we talked about helping yourself. Um, if you have ways that you've helped yourself, please. Yeah. So if you have anything else to add to that on how to like take care of yourself during this time, please reach out to us and let us know so we can share the rest of your ideas with our listeners too. For sure. But now we're going to talk about if you're feeling good, you have yourself already, you feel set up how you can now help other people. Um, And there are so many different ways, but the first way, if you have extra cash, you're financially comfortable, your savings are good, you still have a job or you still have income coming in um, and you have extra money and you're like, okay, I'm not, I need to, I feel the need to give back, which I hope all of us do in some way you can give financially. (laughs) Um, So some ways that we're going to talk about taking your money out of your pocket putting in other people's pockets. Amen to that. I actually found a really great article that um, we're going to put in the show notes, um, a Forbes article that just has a whole bunch of different places that you can give to. But one thing that I personally didn't think about um, is like, I mean, I did think about this, but not in this sense. So essentially like we're hearing a lot about like, you know, some of the larger jails and how terrible it is right now. Like how COVID is just, you know, spreading through these jails like so quickly and stuff. Um, which makes sense because, you know, these are terrible living conditions and everybody's like way too close together anyways. Um, so if somebody like has gone to jail in your like local area for something that, you know, isn't that big of a deal or whatever, like you can bail them out of jail and possibly like save their lives because they won't be in jail where it's going to be spreading like wildfire. I didn't even like think about that. That's such a, a smart thing. I know that there's people that, you know, will bail people out of jail, like on a regular basis, um, especially people that, you know, end up having to go to jail because they like maybe like protests for something or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a really good one that I just didn't even think about. And the article like tells you how to do that as well. So yeah, that's such a good idea. Or so die in jails anyway. Mm-hmm. So you may be saving a life by taking the time to kind of take that money that you may have and kind of get someone out of a situation that they may not have expected to be in. There's so much more past good and bad when we think, and the older you get, the more you should understand that, hopefully. Yes. Uh, that, that people just don't go to jail because they're bad people. Yeah. Not, well, it's like, I think about like lame is like to like make things real easy if you don't understand, but it's like somebody shouldn't die because they stole some bread because they can't afford to eat. Right. So it's like right now people are, struggling and if somebody were to steal some bread because they can't afford to eat which is a very real situation that could happen right now to tons of people and they go to jail it's like should they die because of that like no that's absolutely ridiculous so um also like you know we got our stimulus checks but like if you are an immigrant like you didn't get a stimulus check so or not an immigrant but if you're like undocumented um so there's a lot of people who are working you know and have been working for years and years, have been living here for years and years and can't have any access to any of those funds because they're not, you know, quote unquote, a U.S. citizen. So that's definitely a group of people that I think it's incredibly important to help. Um, and keep in mind, like, even people that are, because there's all these people that are always like, oh, like, go through the proper channels. Okay, even if you are going through the proper channels, you're still not getting any help right now. You know what I mean? No, like yeah. Everything's shut down. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're not, like... Operating immigration courts right now, canceling uh, green card applications. Permanent residents aren't able to do that right now. So, and these are the people who are most impacted because a lot of them industry because it's easier to hire these people who are undocumented, quote unquote, I hate this word. Um, yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't know how to say these words, it. but... I hate it. Um, I mean, it's a 
the correct terminology, but it still sounds so cold and unsettling as if these people just didn't want papers. Like, okay, whatever. Um, so these people are impacted the most. Most of these people have not um, gotten any income since they've been furloughed or let go. David Chang did an interview, and you can look up YouTube, David Chang, because he's yelling at news reporters right now about how unfortunate this is for undocumented run our restaurant and how we need to give money back. And he's been giving money back to his employees. He had to let go like 10,000. It's so unfortunate. So if you do have extra money, think about these people who aren't able to get help, quote unquote, from these quote, unquote, yeah, I just, I can't even put into words how devastating it would be to be so. And it takes, man, yeah, I mean, 20, 30, 40 years. And it takes that whole One day, I feel like we should have um, Raven on the podcast to talk about it because this is a girl who is a white girl from Sweden. And it still takes her a long time. And so I'm just like, I, you know, like I can't, and she'll t- like, she'll be the first to tell you, like her experience is obviously so much easier than so many other right. people's, but she's still not a U.S. citizen. She's been here for a very long time and she's, you know, obviously like has white privilege and she is married to a U.S. US citizen and like, it's still going through the process now. So it's like, bananas just how like long and intensive a process it is i have actually written a letter like on her behalf like letting the government know that i know her and her husband and like yeah yeah, exactly it's just like it's just the fact that she's still doing that she's been here for so long i mean like she's been here for so long so i just i don't like i don't get it um, I don't know why it needs to be this complicated. And again, like this is someone who at least like it's easier for her than it is for other people. Um, but it's still hard. <laughs> so I can't yeah. even imagine like, you know, the process for, you know, someone that doesn't have like essentially like a support system, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or who's fleeing something, you know what I mean? Like she wasn't right. fleeing anything. Like she came here for better opportunities for sure. But like, she would be okay if she was in Sweden where there's other people that are like, I need to take the shirt on my back and nothing else because I need to get out of where I am. So it's like, if you came here with nothing and then you've been working for years, still pretty much like in that same spot of like not having anything, but at least you're safe to an extent. And then now this happens. And it's like, you've never even had that stability to begin with. And now we have a world where like, even the most stable of us are kind of being shaken. So, you know, definitely think about these people when you have some extra money. Um, Another group is um, native people. Yeah, indigenous people are definitely struggling. Mm -hmm. Government has been abysmal. This also goes to Puerto Rico, which is a place yes. where, again, an indigenous area that has been taken and added into our, like, horde of colonizations. Apparently, no one in Puerto Rico has even received the stimulus money, according to the mayor of San Juan, which is abysmal, like, ridiculous, considering these people have been financially recovering from Hurricane Maria, in which we didn't help them. Do anything. So... They just got, you know, they didn't have power for months at a time. So just, again, yeah. people. I have sure. a friend that his mother lives here in the United States and he lives in Puerto Rico. I mean, like, he is, like, a grown man. He is married, has a child. They had to leave their home for six months because it was, like, a better situation and more affordable to do that than to stay. Like, it's just staying. There was just no option. Like, neither of them could work because there was no power where they lived at all for them to, like, go to a building to work you know what I mean so they like they literally moved home or moved not home because like they grew up in Puerto Rico and lived in Puerto Rico their whole life but moved to where the mom lived for six months 
worked in the States and then moved back as soon as like power and things started to like go back on. So now they've been trying to rebuild there and now this happens. So definitely, definitely rough. Um, Also, yeah, like also on top of that, just like obviously like all of the great charities that are like donating to people that are dealing with COVID directly, like whether it's, you know, just like medical bills, whether it's, you know, funeral costs, all those different things, food donations um, for, you know, kids that normally get their, their meals at school. And like, now they don't have those options Um, supporting like local artists who their income is something that normally they get completely like from their art. And now they're like suffering because they can't get out to like sell it. Um, And then like frontline workers, because Really, like, I know a lot of you are like, oh, well, if you, at least you still have a job and you can still go to work. Well, they didn't get paid a lot to begin with. And now they're getting, quote, unquote, hazard pay. But that's, like, nothing. So I was, Very few people. Yeah, I was like, speaking... Don't take this myth of hazard pay. No, 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 no. So I was speaking to somebody who works for Starbucks, right? And with hazard pay, with hazard pay, they're making $13 an hour. With hazard so, pay. So they're, and they've worked through the entire, like there's never been a time that they stopped working, right? So as we're trying to figure out like what's safe and what to do, what they're having to work through that whole thing, risk themselves, expose themselves through that whole thing and only getting paid $13 an hour. That's like not enough to live off of in normal times anyways. And a lot of these times these people are like, so let's say that you're like working at Starbucks and you're getting this 13 hour you're working longer shifts than normal because people are there's they like they have less places open right so the ones that are mm-hmm. open you're working longer shifts than normal then when you go home like you're supposed to go home first and like shower and things like that instead of like going straight into a store because you've been so exposed um and then it's like you're exhausted like you don't want to go grocery. like it's just a lot like it's just a lot so it's like these are people that were barely getting by as it is and you would think that something like covid would make people like tip better and things like that but it's not absolutely not. it's people not, not they're it's not they do. <laughs> they're definitely not people are still being nasty like they were telling me that no people are being yep. nasty yep. like people are so abusive of our frontline workers yeah not like even the ones who are in healthcare. i was gonna say who not but that's not true even the ones yeah even the ones in healthcare for sure yeah so people are getting paid hazard pay which is an extra what four dollars an hour probably if that yeah and to get harassed about his frat like the frappuccino doesn't have enough unicorn in it you know what i mean like stupid things like that whereas this person probably spent like 25 dollars on the order and this person's making less than like Mm -hmm. the average order that probably comes in on a daily basis it's so ridiculous yeah so it's just like even the frontline workers even even the people that are still able to work just because they're able to work doesn't mean that they're not in a tough situation so i definitely think like if you have the money donating to any and all of these needs that speak to your heart and then also so like if you know people that need the money personally just giving them the money directly <laughs> like that's a great way to like support some like you know like just do a cause and like you know it's where it's going it's just being like hey i know that you are going through a b and c and that you are you know you need money so here's money like that's if you can do that that's like the best thing to do and if, if you have a friend that like you think is going to be like not accepting it like try to see if you can like if you know, if it's someone that you've hung out with and you know they're like Venmo or like PayPal, just like send it anonymously. Oh, yeah. just send you know, Venmo the money. Yeah, like, I've been Venmoing people. Just send the money. Yeah, they can't. They, well, they're give it back. And you're just gonna play Venmo tag all the time. <laughs> give up eventually. Like exactly. Send the money. Um, the next way is to volunteer your time because we all have 
a lot of time now, if you're not working a normal 40 hour week or whatever, you probably have some extra been furloughed or if you, you, you know, you're laid off and you haven't gotten paid, but you're getting unemployment, you may have extra time, you feel antsy. One way to deal with the anxiety is to fill your time up. And a good way to fill your time up is in a way where you're helping someone else. Yes. Gives you the feel like the endorphins and the, uh, is this the there's a tonin. I want to say serotonin, but that may maybe not be the right tonin. That you know, usually yeah, those hormones that's are the one. given to you, and you feel better about what you're doing. So I think volunteering your time to help someone else who are maybe less fortunate than you, and it may not be in a bad way. Like again, we have tutoring, we have mentoring. Those are two great ways to take your experience that you've gotten from the workspace workplace and share it with other people. Cause now people are wanting to learn new skills. People are online. Mm-hmm. People are teaching their kids for the first time. Yeah. That's so that's like a big thing. Like, you know, with John and I both having like education, like backgrounds, like John, obviously way more than me is like, we're telling friends, like if you need help, like just call us. Like we have more time than usual we are great with like working with kids. So one thing we've been doing is like our nieces call us and they read to us once a week. Um, and it's just something simple that can give Anna like, you know, a little bit of time to just like breathe <laughs> and, you know, and then it's good for the kids because reading out loud is, is so great for children. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of things when it comes to like math and things like that that you haven't seen in 20 years, if at all, ever, because they teach math differently. So that's something that like John's been getting those calls and that sort of thing. And it's also like a great time to reach out and mentor somebody, whether it's somebody like on the school level or somebody that's like in your field that just is like lost and trying to figure out what they're doing next. Maybe someone who is pivoting to your field because they were in another field and they think, you know what, I'm going to pivot and you know, whatever, like this is a great time to like reach out and like offer those. Cause you have the, if you have the extra time, it's like, why not? Like, you know, and it, it, you will feel even better than you will like if you just watch an hour of TV, which TV is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm still here for TV, but I'm just saying like, it doesn't give you that feeling of after, like after you've helped somebody. Um, and another thing, a big thing is a helpline. Um, a lot of like, there's a lot of helplines that are in, are in existence. There are more that are popping up and some of them like are just through text. So it's not even like, you don't have to be on the phone or anything. Um, yeah. But there's a great one that just went on through text where you can like, I can't remember exactly. Well, I'll have to look forward to sending you for the show notes, but it's like, you know, you text somebody something and um, like they text back and blah, blah, blah. And then, it, you know, they give you resources and like how to deal with different things, you know, depending on like what you're experiencing and yeah, it's just really helpful. And like, you know, they kind of give you like a script, so to speak. Um, so it's not going to be super hard, but they just need people to do it. You know, they just need people there on the phones, like ready on the other side of that text. And that's just like a great way to help people. And you, even yeah. if you did an hour a week, like that still makes a massive difference. That still helps so much. So if you're a fitness instructor, oh, also yes. um, teaching fitness classes for people, maybe the elderly or even some people, maybe like moms, postpartum moms, because there's a lot of people who still are giving birth, still bringing babies home. have gotten to that six week point where the special advice and they haven't been able to contact or reach those people. So, and that's a great way also, like once you start volunteering, this is that, you're well known in your community or whatever that is by offering something for free, people more than likely will offer to pay for it. Like, like yes. it's not always mm-hmm. about, I'm not saying do it for monetary gain, but the benefit of this is that someone, you become more visible because mm-hmm. you are offering your time. 
someone along the line will be like, okay, well, I appreciate your Venmo. The same thing happened with DJ Nice. He just literally wanted to share tunes. Like he was just spinning to come out to hang out with people. And then all of a sudden people were like, yo, I need to pay cover for the club. Like what's happening? And now he's been giving this money back to like the UNAC- UNACF. So the United Negro Association of College Fund or whatever. So he's been doing, taking this one concept, making money back that he's gotten. And it goes a long way to just volunteer. Because you feel good at the end. There's no risk yeah. of you not feeling good. You exactly. Feel good. Yeah. And you connect with people and, and do what you like you what you love to do and what you're passionate about doing and like definitely like Angelica said like you don't have to do it for free all the time but like you know like fitness going back to like if you're doing fitness like offering a class that's specified to like one particular type of people or just like an entry level you know what I mean and then if people are interested they can you know sign up for more which people definitely will you know if they have a good time definitely know how much the lives people who are poor has been an impact on the way their bodies handle coronavirus when they're infected like a lot of people are overweight or they may have pre-existing conditions or may not be able to get to the proper foods or whatever so teach people teach people how to eat so teach them how to eat better Teach them how to move their bodies at home so they can feel better. So that they, if they do get coronavirus, they're less susceptible to being succumbing to this disease because it is affecting Black people. It is affecting brown mm-hmm. people way more than it is because we don't have the resources or we often choose what's easier or what's more affordable. If you live in a place where you're in a food desert and your only options are like McDonald's and KFC and whatever, you that's what you eat. So teach people how to grow their own food at home. They have the time now. The seeds are cheaper. Show them where to buy it. If you yes. know this information, this is a great time oh, to start sharing and information. And the plant community, people. the black plant community is so fantastic. Like there's just so much yes. knowledge out there of like growing your own food and like building a garden. All Like, oh, it's so great. Like I can't wait to have a house and like grow more. Um, but at least my plant yeah, game is, is sure. really strong right now. But yeah, it's so true. Like actually – like, so I hired a nutritionist and the nutritionist I hired for a long time, she would give out, um, she still has like a newsletter that she puts out every week and there's a new recipe on it. And for a long time, I never had time to make the recipes because I was busy. So I was just like, whatever, like I'm going to make the things I know and go through life, whatever. Now I've had all this time. I've been, I had saved a lot of her newsletters because I'd look at them and I was like, this looks good. I'll do it eventually, you know? And so I've been making all of her food and it's delicious. So I was like, um, I love that this food is like not only healthy, but I'm craving the heck out of it. John is requesting it. Like I'm having to like go back into like my Amazon order and be like, okay, let me add this and that because he wants to have this again or that again. And so we're really loving the food. And I ended up hiring her as a nutritionist because of how delicious the food was. I was like, oh, you can actually like, you know, help me with some of the issues that I have nutrition wise but make it delicious because a lot of people it's just very like factory and they're like do these things and like you know and the food is plain and there's no seasoning that makes me sad I don't want to do that I need seasoning (laughs) in my life so but if she had not offered like those you know weekly free meals like I wouldn't have known you know that her food was amazing so right you know it, it, it does help um and then another thing is staying connected to friends So, you know, whether it's with text, email, call, video chat, snail mail, I I need to get back up on my snail mail game. I've been kind of falling off with that. Um, But yeah, there's just so many ways to connect to people. Keep in mind the way that people like to be connected to, though. That's a big thing. Like, if you have a super introverted friend, that's not to say you should never video chat with them. But like, understand that if you're asking them to video chat every day, they might be like, whoa, I'm overwhelmed. 
Um, so maybe text them, maybe send them, you know, a card in the mail. Um, but definitely keeping up with all of the people in your life, yeah. you know, even if it's just a, a hello for the day um, and just letting them know that you're thinking about them, it can do su- like just such a difference, like make such a difference in their day and in your day. Yeah. And if you like to video chat again, I talk about Marco Polo all the time just because it solves so many problems. If you like FaceTiming and video chatting and you have a friend who doesn't and they're adamantly like, no, I'm uncomfortable, introduce them to Marco Polo so that way you can talk your head off and send a video and et cetera. They can watch it on their own time and then they can reply to you in the shortest way possible. But it will make you feel better and it'll make them feel better. Like it's truly a compromise on all ends because older people, that's their thing. Like they like to see, they like to see what their kids are doing, like see what their family's doing. They they just want to see you. Mm -hmm. And now that they know that technology is available and not like, I don't know about other millennials. I don't have that kind of time. I cannot sit and talk yeah, to you about thing. standing in line, but I can let you send me a video of 20 minutes of you talking about it. And then that was great. Mm-hmm. And you, it may feel better. Um, so don't be discouraged if your friends aren't in Zoom party or they just not make them feel comfortable. So don't blame yeah. someone or like, don't feel bad about someone declining an invitation to do those things. Just try to approach it at a different way and say, Hey, I know you don't want to feel, you don't feel comfortable with webcam on all the time. I've never turned on a webcam for any of the Zooms that I've done. And I've done a ton of them. I turn it on. I don't want to talk to people. Like, why do you need to see my face? You know what I look like. Like, remember me. Like, You're like, there's the my same. photo. It's good. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. So uh, I, I'm not that person that would do that. So I totally understand and respect that. But just know that that's not somebody saying no out of, un, you know, not loving you. They love you the same. They just, the way they want to communicate during this time is different. So just be accepting of that. Be calm and still reach out. And I do think everybody loves a letter. So I think snail mail is probably yeah, it is such the a good safest one. way to go. Even if you're texting somebody every day, still send them like a little thinking of you card. There's um, Postable has been doing, if you don't like to handwrite things, you feel like your handwriting is terrible, get on Postable, type out a card, choose a cute font, and they send it on your behalf. And the stamps have been on sale. The cards have been on sale because this is the time. You can send a card to a healthcare worker on Postable right now. So if you have a postcode, which I do, this is where I keep all my addresses. And if I don't have time to buy, thank you card. Like right now, I don't have an abundance. I do have an abundance, but I don't have the cards that I want. Yeah. Send in mass forward. I will send them via postable because that way it can remind me about birthdays and stuff. So that's yeah. another service that if you want to send snail mail and you haven't done it in a long time and you may be nervous, go to postable, sign up for account. And- yeah, I haven't used them yet. Um, I don't know. I think I just like to like write things out, but I, oh, no, I like that it's or like that you can keep. Um, like addresses and stuff in there yeah and there's a lot of independent artists that i know who don't have physical shops who don't do physical printing but do get their artwork uploaded to postable for cards so okay that's another reason to support them yeah it's not like that because there are some like rifle cards and stuff like they're bigger brands on there but there are smaller yeah i'm like i am gonna have like a snail mail day coming up here soon where i just do all the snail mail in one day and get it organized i'm waiting for my stamps to get here i ordered earth day stamps from the post office Thing, me too was ridiculous <laughs> but i did anyway because i'm supporting the post office yeah i gotta yeah. say like so when you go into the post office um i always feel like i find the best stamps like because i'll just be like what you Same. got and they're like here's what we got it's just like it's always random it's never like planned i don't go there for stamps i'm like shipping off a package and then i'm like what do you got and then i end up with all these cool stamps but i went online and i was like where are all the cool stamps so i got earth day ones yeah. too just because i was like well you know earth and post office and i gotta support but i like i really want to buy like 
like crazy stamps, but I save those for Christmas because I like everyone to get like my Christmas cards with like Disney or Harry Potter or like something like, you know, like some sort of like awesome stamps. So yeah, I think stamps.com is where you can get. Oh, but does that, stamps, so does that still support? But it doesn't support the USPS. Yeah, so that's why so I like, yeah, I like that's, stamps, but I will take what the Yeah. I have I like, I'm not even going to lie. I have four um, books of the like Harry Potter limited edition stamps that came out like a long time ago, but I'm not using those. Those are just for me to look at. <laughs> I don't have, I used all my stamps before we moved because I was like, I don't move and I don't because I knew the office was the last thing. I haven't had stamps, not, I've been stressed about not having stamps and how do I go to post ops and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I just ordered them, which I still think is dumb to pay for shipping to get stamps delivered to you. But I'm a, I pay for it anyway. Yeah. Another nerdy fact that I'm missing from snail mail is that when I do send snail mail, I normally use the stamps from the Wizarding World and then I go there and then they put like Hogsmeade on it and, um, or Diagon Alley and then they like ship it out from there and that's really cute. I can't. It's so cute, though. <laughs> it's so cute. People appreciate that it. <laughs> that is cute. We did, uh, like, off topic. We Every kid, every child, anybody who has a child has been doing Cosmic Kids yoga. Jamie, the Cosmic Kids yoga lady, is making, she had to make a million Hey, I've heard, I've heard about this from Anna, this actually. killing the- Yeah, I was literally on the phone with her the other day, and she's like, oh, yoga. I gotta go. I gotta go do Cosmic I swear to you. So I was like, oh, I've heard of this. She's the only lady, but she has a Harry Potter yoga. What? And so- my kid did it and she was partly into it partly not like you get to choose the how it's would, would i enjoy it <laughs> you would enjoy it okay you probably would i'm gonna it. do like, it <laughs> uh, yeah she she, she it'd be cute if you did it with the kids like you facetime and you guys yes, do it together that's at the same smart time. that's a smart way to do it because then it you can see how they have to like she uses the animals so she's like oh and this is a lion and this is a snake and, da, 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 da. and so it's really cute but it like she's I'm here like, and then we're going to Diagon Alley, and I was telling my kid that we have one here, and she was like, "No, we don't." <laughs> she's <laughs> she like, this believe, is Florida." She does not believe that Harry Potter world exists. And oh, I'm gonna send now her some like photos to, then. Yeah, I feel like we have to go when we're allowed to go back out. Yes, but I'm also gonna send photos today of like I have to find ones that John and I are actually in, so she'll be like, "Oh my gosh, yes. yeah." Oh gosh, well, you guys went to go see him, but yeah, I'm like now I'm like, how old do you have to be to read? You know, now I'm getting in the point of like I didn't read these books. I, I so don't. um. Like right now, Ava's five and Addie is eight, and we have yes. read the first one with them. We have the um, the like illustrated version. We read that right. to them. Like basically, whenever we go over, like we go babysit and we read that to them at night. And then now they're on the second one. I think that after the third one, yeah, they will stop. In, yeah. yeah, until like the appropriate time. Although, like you know, depending on how long it takes to get through them, like Addie might be at that age level, but Ava won't for sure. And Jameson yeah. listens to it. He's three, so like he'll listen to it. I normally hold him while we, um, while we like listen to John read it because John does all the voices and stuff. Um, so he'll be all over the place sometimes, but sometimes he'll just sit in my lap and listen. But like, I don't think he knows what the heck is going on. Um, but they they have watched like the first two movies i think or maybe just the first i think the first two movies yeah, actually I'm, I'm trying to because my friends who have had kids who've done it they let them read watch movies but they were significantly older like 10 yeah they were so young there's just kind of like but you're a wizard and then you you get to do the wizard thing do you know what i mean like you're old enough to be a wizard now yeah you're a and, da, 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 and then we'll watch the movie so i think 
I'm at an, I will say this at an age that a child is like when it's appropriate to watch the first movie, a lot of kids wouldn't be able still to read the first book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you can watch the first movie, like Jameson watched it when he was two. It's not anything like, you know, it's a child. The first movie is a children's movie for sure. Um, And it's by the same director who did Home Alone. And it very much has that like classic kid feel. So there's nothing scary about the first movie. You could watch that as a baby, basically. Therefore, it's like you definitely can watch that movie before reading the book. In a perfect world, obviously, you always read the book first. But these kids weren't born when I was born. And didn't have the privilege of reading all the books before all the movies. So, you know, what are you going to do? It's life. It's okay. life. <laughs> so our next one before this becomes a Harry Potter podcast, which is my, my secret goal. Um, <laughs> so the last one when you're helping others is to stay safe. And by that we mean wearing a mask, keeping your hands clean, making informed decisions about what's going on. doesn't mean you need to know every little like detail and watch the news 24 seven, but it's like the, the logical things that are going to keep you healthy and keep others healthy when you're going out in public. Those are very important. Like keeping yourself healthy is a good way to take care of other people. It truly is. But then also acting as if you are a carrier or you have it at all times so that when you're going out, you're not exposing other people. That's so important. And really when it comes to wearing a mask, like it's truly not just about you. Like it is about the person next to you. And I don't mean the person, you know, but like that person that you don't even know at the grocery store, it's like, do you want to be responsible for having, you know, killed them because you ended up being a carrier and got them sick because you were just like too selfish to wear a mask. Just saying, unless obviously you have some sort of health condition where you can't wear one, but that's not most of these people that, that we're dealing with. Yeah. And I get like, I don't pre prior to this, we had, I had talked to my friend about traveling cause she had did, she did travel last year. Um, and she had just recovered from a cold and to the airport. And I remember being like, that's so smart, like such a smart thing to do. And then obviously Naomi Campbell's like cleaning routine had gone, gone viral. And I was like, okay, next trip I'm doing, definitely probably gonna wear a mask and i'm definitely gonna sanitize everybody i know who's done it has not gotten sick whereas most people do travel they get sick and that's because you touch every and it's just germs so i think i understand the wanting to not do something that seems excessive but it's not difficult to wear a mask if my five-year-old can put a mask on her face and ride a bicycle and be fine i don't understand the aversion to putting a mask on your face like i truly it baffles like pouting and crossing their fingers and having a tantrum about it's seriously not that big a deal like i just don't get it like i, I don't the only downfall which i do understand is for the deaf and the hard of hearing community about covering your face because they do lip read i understand that accessibility problem and that point because that is different through masks now that people can um buy or you can make your own see-through mask thing on it i saw someone set up a pattern for that if you want a homemade mask and Mm -hmm. not just to order a bunch so there is ways to get around that so i do understand that that is very difficult we're not making the world a more accessible here or communicate so i do respect that point but if you if right now if this is what we have to keep people alive yeah that's this isn't a forever solution this is like for right now to keep people alive nobody like everybody's like everybody looks so mean with masks on i'm like like I'm so grievous. So do you go to the nurse's office and the, or the doctor's office and you feel like they're just a, a mean person because they're wearing a mask when they have to perform? Like, is your dentist on? Do you right. get bad masks? Is because they have to wear masks? 
because people think they're mean like i'm so confused i'm just like yeah i don't get it and um mike pence like was literally just saying like oh i went to you know when i went there i decided to not wear a mask because i want to be able to have eye contact with people and talk to them and i'm like what kind of mask are you wearing like it's not like a full face like american horror story mask like it's just like a regular like mask that covers the bottom of your face like you should still be able to see you should still be able to speak and breathe like what like what are you talking about um so again just people going to extremes and saying stuff that just doesn't even like check out at all i don't know i do not know yeah wash your hand try to find sources with reliable information because we're on the internet and like people are home bored trying yes. to about uh whatsapp if you have um, a lot of people who live in different countries a lot of immigrants who live here have family members they talk to them through whatsapp whatsapp is filled and riddled with p- bad articles and bad advice about like like putting hot water down your throat and gargling or something like all this weird stuff uh just do your best to kind of research things before you share them and then yeah educate those people who are around you i know it's very difficult to tell family members or people you care about that 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 what they're sharing is not true uh but please do like it, it keeps the world safer and it really is a doing your small part because there's so much misinformation about coronavirus and how you cure it and dr sebi and oof yeah, I think a really great like um, thing to do is to look at what other countries that are doing a really good job, look at some of the measures that they put in place and do what you can do on your level for those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think it was like South Korea, like yes. they have done a really great job. They started social distancing really early. Right now they have like in place where everywhere you go like you have to wear a mask like it's not like it's not like here where they're like yeah you have to wear a mask and they don't actually make you like there you have to wear a mask and then at the front of all buildings like when you walk in there's a place to like sanitize your hands and stuff yeah and then a lot of places even like um like a lot of places where you live like you live in like an apartment complex whatever like they'll be like you have to take your temperature things like that so they have these things put in place so it's like well what can you do with that information on your you know, scale. Well, you can make sure that you're wearing a mask. You can make sure that if you see someone not wearing a mask, you're staying far as heck away from them. You can make sure that you have hand sanitizer on you at all times, like things like that. So just look at what the countries are doing that like, it's like, we can all sit here and argue and say like, you know, whatever, like he's talking about how we should like swallow bleach or whatever, like injected into our arms. Like we can sit here and argue with this madness, or we can look at like countries that are actually showing the results and not having the the type of situation that we're in and having the cases we're in they're literally doing it and like beating it right now in new zealand they have no more cases so it's like look at what these countries are doing look at what they implemented and do that to the best of your ability unfortunately like we can't control what everyone around us is doing but we can make sure that we're safe and we can try our best to make sure that our friends and family are safe so focus on what you can control don't panic. Be safe. Stay healthy. Create. Keep creating. There's n- nothing bad. That if you're creative, show your artwork to the world. People are so concerts and songs and collaborations and videos and dances and culture sharing and recipes and there's a lot of good things that are happening. So I understand the stress and I'm crazy out here, but we will continue to be podcasting as long as we can. We'll keep sharing the things that we have found helpful. We'll keep talking to people who have different experiences than us that can offer you guys tips 
on what to do in their industries. We have some really cool guests coming up. I'm very excited about our list. Like we're in July right now, starting the schedule, June, July. So we have yeah. some great things on the horizon. And then as always, you can hit us up on social media. We will respond. We like seeing your stories. You guys share when you're listening to the podcast. It really makes, it gives us the warm feels on the inside. Yeah. Reach out to, out to us on social. Definitely use the hashtag boss so hard. Show us what you're up to so we can check it out. If you're still doing the 100 day project like we are, um, definitely share like what's going on with that. Angelica has been showing like daily on her story, um, the different things that she's been working on. I haven't shared as much cause I'm just like mostly writing. Um, but I probably will do like, uh, an IG like live video or something that talks a little bit about the yeah, process. You thing. You were with- oh yeah. Adriana and I did, we did an IG live, um, recently I was invited to do one. Um, she's like a big, advocate in fandom communities for people of color right so she goes into these communities and she's like hey there's not enough of us of color we need to have this representation so she's really big into that so she had me on for um, a live where we talked about harry potter i'm sure there's a way that i can like i never do live so like i'm sure there's a way i can get that onto my highlights so i'll need to like reach out there and be like can you send yeah, me that yeah so i'll try to have that on my highlights by the time this is up but I think I'll do another, like, now that I've done a live, I was like, oh, this isn't as big of a deal as I feel. So I was like, I'll never do live. That sounds terrible. And then I was like, oh, this really is not that big of a deal. Um, it's like a podcast, but I just can't ever mess up because you can't fix it after the fact. Um, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, so I will probably do another one and kind of talk about the writing process because day to day, like, I don't really want to show things because I, I don't want you to see the words that I'm writing. So, um, but yeah, I'll probably talk a little bit more about that in depth on a live, but definitely if you're doing the project, I know like quite a few people have reached out and they're like, Oh my God, this is cool. I never heard of it. I'm going to do it. Um, or like people have been like, I've been saying I was going to do it for years and I never really like took the time, but now I have the time I'm going to do it. So I'm so excited to see like what you guys come up with, especially one thing I love about this project is everyone is doing different things. Like that's, what's so cool about it. So it's so funny because you did it on the first day and I was like, this is amazing. I love this so much. And you're like, girl, this is crap. This is not even good. I haven't done this in a hot minute. And this is trash. And I was like, to me, I was like, no, you're so wrong. This is amazing. Whatever. Obviously, like my eye is not as trained as yours when it comes to that. However, I will say that like, I noticed a difference from like the first day to yesterday of your work. I was like, wow, actually, this is a lot better. So like, maybe I understand a little bit more of what she was saying. Although I still think the one on the first day is amazing. But like the one from yesterday, it's like, wow, okay, that's really, really good. So it's never but trash. I'll tell you that it's never trash. And the quotes are fantastic, too. Um, but yeah, it's definitely cool to see people's progress. Hopefully, like, I can share, I might share like a little bit of like a weekly update that's like, this is kind of what I worked on this week. And, you know, I definitely think I'm getting better at finding the right ways and situations for me to write in the things that I need to like be able to like focus in and just write. So I definitely want to share like that process because the first few days it was like, well, I have to write. So I'll write right now. But I was not like putting myself in the bed. Like, I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't the best. Like, now I'm learning like, oh, these are the things I need to be like in that right headspace to get out mm -hmm. a certain amount of words. So yeah, definitely excited for that. And I can't wait to hear more about that with y'all. But definitely use the hashtag boss so hard and show us what you're up to because we love seeing what you're working on.
Yes, we're here every Thursday. I know somebody asked recently. They're like, what day? And I was like, on oh, Thursdays. So uh, if we haven't been clear, every Thursday. So, All right. All right. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.